Welcome to the Sharkpreneur Podcast with Kevin Harrington and Seth Green. Kevin Harrington is the inventor of the infomercial, one of the original sharks from the hit TV show Shark Tank, and has generated over $5 billion in TV and digital direct response sales. Seth Green is the world's first trusted authority on cutting-edge direct response marketing, a best-selling author, and the only three-time Marketer of the Year nominee. On the podcast, Kevin and Seth interview sharkpreneurs who share straight talk on what it takes to explode your business. Do you want to become insanely successful? Do you want to be the go-to guru in your industry? Do you want to be talked about for all the right reasons? For over 40 years, Kevin Harrington has helped people just like you become significant influencers. Now he's broken the process down in the key person of influence roadmap, and it's yours for free. Just text KPI to him at 727-888-2100. Text KPI to 727-888-2100 right now and claim your free step-by-step guide. Text KPI to 727-888-2100 to get the recognition you deserve and experience the success as the go-to voice everyone listens to in your industry today. Welcome to the Sharkpreneur Podcast. This is your co-host, Seth Green. Today, I've been doing, I have the good fortune to be joined by Dan Klein, the founder of JobKilling.com, as well as several other lead generation training systems for small to medium-sized businesses. He's here with us today to talking about the angles to be playing and looking for if you are a business owner in 2020 and beyond. Dan, thanks so much for joining us. What's going on, my man? How are you doing? I am fantastic. How are you? You know, I'm, uh, I'm a little tired, man. I'll be honest with you, man. Like, uh, I've been working my buns off during this uh, little pandemic we got here. Yes. And, uh, it, what, what's crazy is, is how I've, I've never been busier in my life in a time where business is sto- supposed to supposedly stopped. And so I think that's, that's super interesting. I, I think we have a lot of things to talk about on that today. Cause I imagine business owners are in this kind of this mode of where the heck and what the heck am I supposed to be doing? Um, and I think there's a ton of things that they should be focused on right now. Yeah, and this is a perfect timely episode to talk about that. I'll agree, we've been getting more traffic at cheaper costs and generating more leads for our clients than ever before because everybody's home and on their phones and on Facebook and checking everything, which makes traffic you know, more fun to run. So before we dive into that, let's go back in time real quick and talk about how you got st- the short version. I know there's a longer version, obviously, but how <laughs> you got started. Yeah, man, 08, which is crazy. So 2008, the last time we went through a little bit of a, a downturn. I was laid off in the automobile industry. And I think it was at that point I said, you know, I don't really want to work for anyone anymore. And I'm going to go figure out something else. Um, I ended up going down the internet route because I saw something that made a lot of sense to me. I could be anywhere at any time and still run my business. And that was kind of the lifestyle I wanted to produce for myself. So I don't have a big tech background. I'm still not very techie. Uh, In fact, I'm probably less techie than most, but yet have probably done about 80 million in sales in the last five years uh, using the internet, you know, and working exclusively from home and around the world. All right. So obviously 80 million beats the heck out of a sharp stick in the eye. Mm. So let's talk about what are, what those small business owners of which, you know, we call everyone is saying their business is supposed to stop. They're supposed to be furloughing people or laying people off or filing for unemployment. Instead of that, what should they be doing right now and why should they be doing it? Well, obviously, I think it depends on the industry. You're sure. In. Um, I think a lot of business owners right now, what I've seen is, and that's who I exclusively work with, is small business owners, medium-sized business owners, and, and specifically in, in the area of lead generation, right? And that, that's, that's our core focus of, of what we focus on 
uh, in our company. But I think a lot of the business owners, what they need to start doing is they need to start thinking outside the box clearly. They need to start seeing the, the, the angles that they should be playing um, that are starting to play out in front of our eyes. I'll give you a good example. I have a, a client of mine that owns a yoga studio. And obviously this is, this is kind of like right in front of your eyes. But, you know, overnight he went from all of his clients coming in his front door to none. Um, they pivoted within a few days. And in a few days they have an total online streaming yoga service that they're charging $45 a month for. They have 352 members on that within a week's time and business as usual. You know, they're able to go in there, film, charge the online membership fee um, and, and, and continue going. Now I'm sure it's not exactly what it was before, but what it's also doing is it's training these different members that there's other ways that for them to continue to spend money at the things that they want to do. In fact, if you go to Google trends, which is google.com forward slash trends, um, it's interesting. You can look at something like a restaurant you can watch the trend really fall off a cliff. And then you can look at the, the same industry and look at takeout and you can see it's going through the roof. So I think in every industry, whatever, whoever the listeners are, you know, whatever business owners they are uh, listening to this, I think they just need to start, start kind of studying their industry a little bit tighter on the words that would be potentially being searched that still lead people back to the products and services they have, but maybe just in a different manner that they're not used to. I think that makes a lot of sense. Uh, we have, for example, um, two of my, one of my daughters is in musical theater and her school that she goes to that she would go like three days a week for that. They're doing all their classes online via zoom right now. Her voice lessons, her singing lessons are now on zoom uh, my youngest daughter, who's a dancer, her dance classes are now on Zoom. Um, you can see all the other kids. You can see the instructor. Um, we, I have been uh, working with some of our, like we have a martial arts studio that is doing classes online. So obviously you can't, someone can't hold a pad for you or physically say, all right, I'm going to choke you, break the choke. <laughs> but you can do almost, you can teach almost anything. You can teach a whole lot online. So I think pivoting your business model temporarily makes a ton of sense. And who knows, it may end up, if that yoga studio, they are no longer limited to people in a 10-mile radius of their location who are physically coming in. Theoretically, they could now get thousands and thousands of students literally around the globe for their online program. And maybe this crisis is actually the opportunity that wakes them up to the fact that they could be serving a lot more people at a bigger level just in a different way. I think you're, you're spot on. I, I've, I've noticed you know, people that you know, in the past several years would have never ever listen to what we're talking about right now because they have everything figured out. They've been in business for 20, 25 years. They're, you know, they don't like this internet thing. And now it's almost as if they've been forced into a situation where they got to be willing to evolve. And it's really good for them. To be honest with you, I've, I've seen people evolve, you know, light years from where they were maybe a month or two ago who were stuck in their ways, not willing to change. And now all of a sudden they have to adapt I think that's the beautiful thing that we're seeing here because it's making people think outside the box. I think more times than not, most people tend to, once they have their world set up the way they want to have it set up, they tend to kind of just play in that world. And, and you see not a lot of uh, business owners evolve over time because they know what they know and it's making them some money and they want to keep things safe. They don't want to rock the boat, um, but they, their potential is exponentially greater than what they're letting themselves be. So this has kind of been a cool, cool spot if, if you want to look at the glass half full type of an analogy, it's been a cool spot to see some of those people evolve so far so fast. Yeah, absolutely. There's, you know, more people got rich during the great depression than any other time in history up until this one. And obviously there's opportunities everywhere. 
if you know where to look or if you're willing to look outside the box, as you said. So what are some, let's go, let's talk about what are some of the biggest mistakes other than not doing this that you, because we already talked about that, that you see business owners making now trying to generate leads online, trying to pivot. What are some of the mistakes you're seeing them make and then how can they avoid those? Well, I think the biggest mistake that I, I'm seeing, I think this is a true for anyone that's listening to this right now. You Right now, we're at a time where a lot of businesses have laid a lot of people off. There's a lot of people sitting at home, literally watching their Facebook wall, scrolling, clicking, what have you. The amount, the sheer amount of human capital that, that is at people like you, people like me's disposal right now, very talented people. I mean, I've been speaking with some of the most talented programmers, uh, coders, designers that I've ever spoken to that are literally sitting at home that you could be harnessing to be utilizing in your business. And these are also people that might be laid off. They might be out of work right now. And so they're willing to hustle like they've never hustled before. They're willing to take on gigs and jobs in, in, in different different scenarios, commission-based scenarios, uh, joint venture-based scenarios. And so I think where people could really, small business owners specifically, could really focus in their efforts is, hey, look at all your employees that may be at home right now because they can't come to work. What are, what are the people around their household doing? What is their wife doing? What is their husband doing? What are their kids doing? How do you bring everyone together and start doing stuff for these businesses so we can get them back up on their feet quicker, get more leads coming in now? And I think if business owners right now would take the time over the next three weeks, four weeks, could be eight weeks, could be longer. We don't know what it is, but they should be spending all their time on learning the skill sets necessary. So when their business starts up in the future, that they already got a jump start. Most people are reactive. So something happens and then we all react. This is a time where, yeah, we could call it reactive because, you know, the situation at hand. We didn't have a choice. <laughs> yeah, we didn't have a choice. But now it's time to say, let's be proactive right now and let's start doing something for the next eight, nine weeks. You can do so much damage online and damage in a good way for your business. You can, you can literally be everywhere online in eight weeks if you really, if you knew where you were supposed to be focusing and you put your human capital at work to you, you know, if you, even a couple employees or a couple friends, people that are sitting at home, they'll do a lot right now. And, and simple things will go a long way in a very short amount of time. Absolutely. I think that makes a lot of sense. So we talked about the need to pivot. We talked about the human capital that is available for you to tap into. We talked about um, positioning yourself to thrive. If you, whether you make the pivot or not to doing things online, there's still the need to position your business to resurrect and do better than it was before when things do come back to some type of normal. In terms of actual lead generation, let's say they've made the pivot. Let's say they've got those programmers. They've built some type of online lead generation mechanism. What are some of the mistakes you're seeing them making now with all this opportunity? Where are they screwing up the opportunity to generate more leads for the online version of their business? I mean, listen, so we, we, we focus on a few different elements, search being a really big one. I don't, you know, I, I don't think any of these business owners need, they don't need to get into anything too heady, too programming. You don't need to go and get all that stuff. Right. I think what they need to understand is wherever people are at, you know, from a traffic standpoint, they ought to be there. And so right now there's only two people, two places people are at right now. They're at home or they're online. And so as a small business owner, the, the, the greatest mistake that's being made is there's not enough focus for a lot of these small business owners, mainly because they don't know what to do or what not to do. And so they're spending time online, really not doing anything other than consuming 
I don't see a lot of small business owners doubling, tripling down on the understanding of how to generate leads in their business. They're generally going to stay back on the, the way they've done it forever, which is I'm going to hire another company to do it. I'm going to hire another firm to do it. I'm a big believer that small business owners start their businesses backwards. They go in, they learn a skill set, could be like cutting down trees. They work for someone for a while, then they're like, heck, I want to move off on my own. I want to go do tree cutting down. I'm going to be a tree cutting They think that just because they know how to do something, they know how to run a business that sells that thing. That's right. Or they have a passion. You know, like, oh, man, I love healing people. I'm going to be a massage therapist. I'm going to go to school. When they do those things and and they get really good at these crafts, what they forget to understand is, is where am I going to get my customers? And so with that, I say, look, more times than not, these small business owners have done it backwards. So now is the time where they can kind of flip that. You can't be out there, you know, doing massage therapy right now. You can't be out there, you know, uh, doing some of these other services that are being done in these businesses. So the time right now is to hone in, focus in where all the traffic is and build the skill set up that you should have started with rather than got to secondary. Because that's really why businesses fail is because they don't have enough customers. And the only reason you don't have customers is because you don't understand how to get them predictively week in and week out. I agree 100%. So let's talk about that. What are some of the ways you and your company can help them generate more customers, whether that's now or when their business gets going again? Again, goes goes back to where the customers are at, right? You know, we specifically focus online, which, which is where a lot of people are at right now. Um, I'm, I'm big into search. I'm big into understanding uh, what search terms uh, people are searching for, what questions people are asking. Um, you know, the, they need to, they need to either, in my opinion, they need to either have one of their people that works for them start learning this. Cause I listen, and I train actual firms that go out and sell this to the small business owners. But at my core, what I truly believe is if you're going to own a small business, you better own your own marketing department. You better, you better own the ability to generate customers on demand and you better never ever put it all on some third party company because the, the bottom line is that third-party company has to have 100, 200, 500, 1,000 of use. There's no way their mental clarity to be able to serve your business is going to be at what it is for their own business. They're going to take care of them first. So I think some of the biggest things from a help standpoint is get your employees, get your workers, or if you don't have any, get yourself into some education that can start training you and, and educating you how to be and how to dominate where these, these eyeballs for the the people buying your products and services are at, right? So search is one big one, right? Uh, paid advertising, right? We can talk about paid online advertising, you know, AdWords, uh, Facebook advertising, those come to mind. Obviously LinkedIn, there's, uh, there's other ones out there. I don't think you don't need to go hog wild. I think you could dominate in one of those areas, one of those arenas that makes sense. Now, every industry is a little bit different, right? Some industries are very search heavy. Some, are, some, some industries are very brand heavy where you want to lead with the brand. And, and, and you know, I, I'm more of a direct response to lead because to me, it's like the, the, it's the meat and potatoes of what every business needs. Right. And then some of the branding stuff, you know, I think you can worry about that later. I think sometimes people get sucked into more of the brand stuff earlier on, unless you have massive budgets to put a brand on you where it's going to be everywhere. And you think that long-term it's people are going to follow you and know who your business is. I think you would, you should leave that to later on down the road, focus on the most pass catch shoot fundamentals of your business. What's going to bring in some cash right now. Hey man, if someone's searching on Google for tree care service, are you showing up? If you're not, you better, you better figure out how to. And the secret is it's really not that difficult. I always call it knocking out third graders. Most of these small businesses 
are like little third graders, okay? It's not like you're competing against a national or global firm to, to, to be able to, to rank in your local market or be able to show up in search. So oftentimes, the small business owners who are your competitors, they don't know, sh- they don't know anything. I know, I swear. Thank I you. Appreciate they don't know anything. <laughs> uh, and, and, and so with that, I, I, I look at most small business owners in, in local markets as third graders. And it's not like I'm fighting Netflix to try to outrank Netflix or Big Bertha or Callaway Golf Clubs. It's like, no, I'm, I'm fighting against Timmy the Tree Care guy. And he knows just as much as you know. So to get an edge in the marketplace, go and learn how to be better than Timmy in the, in the tree care space online, go, go buy some, some training, go learn from someone that's already done it, you know, educate yourself and hone in your skill sets because again, no one's going to care about your business. Like you care about your business. So absolutely. You uh, have generated over $80 million in sales. So let's talk about what you like best about what you do. Yeah, man. I mean, I, I, I enjoy, the ability to literally jump into any business, any industry, and know that I have the one skill that is synonymous with all of them. I can generate customers for anything, right? And, and that, that makes me sleep like a baby at night. You know, um, so you wake up every hour and you need your diaper change. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> exactly. Just like that. Um, no, man, it just, it makes, it makes you sleep well when you know that it throw me in whatever economy, throw me in whatever, uh, industry. And I've honed in one skill and that one skill is basically being able to get customers. And that I think is again, going back to where business owners miss the, miss the ball. And if you start there, your business can't ever fail. Cause when you can, when you can bring in customers that have the credit card or the cash business keeps running when you can't then you're sitting at home right now, scared. Where's my next buck going to come from? How am I going to pivot? I don't even know what I don't know. Who, what company do I hire to help me? And the, the answer is you need to hire yourself. You need to have this built in internally with your, 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 your clients and your, excuse me, your, your, uh, your employees and your, your outsourced workers that you work with that work for you directly. That's what I believe. Awesome. You've given a lot of advice over the years to a lot of businesses. Mm-hmm. What's the best advice you've ever gotten? Best advice I've ever gotten. I think the be- some of the best advice that I've ever gotten came from my uncle. He was, he was uh, pretty well off, and I didn't really know him that well. Um, it was my, it was, it's kind of like a, a great uncle. And uh, I remember right when, in 2008, right when we were starting our business, me and my brother were, uh, after I was laid off, uh, he goes, Dan, he goes, where do your customers come from every day? Like, where do you get your customers? How do you go out and get them? And it, I took kind of a moment and, and, and stepped back, and I was like, I don't know. Because I was just getting started in my entrepreneurial venture. I, I was used to being a, in, in, the, in the automobile industry where the customers came to me every day. So now I had this great idea of what this new business I was going to launch in the worst recession of my lifetime. And he asked me this question. He's like, hey, do you know where your customers are going to come from? And I didn't answer him. I was like, no. And I sat back and I thought about it for days and days and days and days. And I said, you know what? He's right. That's really the solution or that's, that's really the, the, the problem I need to, to figure out. I need to figure out where these people are coming from every day. Do I have a predictable, reliable system that I have in place in my own business where on demand, predictably, I know where I can get customers every stinking day? If you don't know the answer to that question, you're in trouble. All right. So for our listeners and viewers who don't want to be in trouble, who want some help with that, what is the best place for that? We know your time is incredibly valuable. We appreciate it. What is the best place for them to go to learn more about you and how your company can help them? Yeah, listen, um, 
you can head over to, since we have a lot of different kind of tentacles, I'd hate to just say go to this one or this one or what, what have you. Just go over to my personal site, which is danjklein.com. Um, you know, we have a lot of different of, of, of the softwares we've developed and, the, and the, the trainings that we've developed. All that stuff will be on there. You guys can check that stuff out there. Um, but I think even past that, even past myself, go on YouTube, learn some stuff. Go, go, go start taking down some basics. There's, there's more information at your fingertips than there's ever been in human history. Go take a Udemy course. I don't know. Just as a business owner, don't wait for things to just work out. If you're one of these business owners that says, and I just hope things really come around, you're done. Just quit now. This is not a lottery ticket right now. Hope doesn't work. Okay. The whole idea of, I hope this is going to work out. That's like you going to 7-Eleven and playing mega bucks. You hope you win. It's time to take control over your business, over your life, over your family. And the only way you're going to do that is if you understand and you have a predictable way that you can bring in customers as well as thinking outside the box for where your business is at right now and where it might be in two months from now if things don't change. How are you going to pivot right this moment? Go and study, join some Facebook groups of whatever industry you're in, get in, the, get in those groups and learn. It's, it's free. These Facebook groups, I've joined so many Facebook groups in all these different small business industries. It's, in, it's amazing what people are willing to share, the information of how they're doing and how they're pivoting. Go and do that right now. Information is literally everywhere, but don't be someone that sits back through these next however long and goes, I really hope things turn around. Your life, your business is in your control. Awesome message. Awesome advice. Follow what he says. Do what he does. Go check out danjklein.com. Dan, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks, bro. Thanks, everybody, for watching or listening. We'll see you next time. Do you need money to fund your idea, product, or service? Are you ready to take your business to the next level but need capital to get it done? Kevin Harrington has heard more than 50,000 pitches and knows how to help you make the perfect pitch to get the funding for your entrepreneurial dream. He's distilled the process down in his perfect pitch cheat sheet, and it's yours for free. Just text PITCH to him right now at 727-888-2100. Text PITCH to 727-888-2100 right now and claim your free perfect pitch cheat sheet. Text PITCH to 727-888-2100 to start funding your dream today. This show has been produced by Market Domination, LLC. To discover how you can have your own show completely done for you and turn it into a real published book and become the authority in your marketplace, go to www.marketdominationllc.com slash podcast offer. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.